0: Tonight,
1: live from BetQL. Final hour, Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashu, live from the nation's capital. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube. Watch us there. You can see Ryan in his Wu Tang shirt. Yeah, nothing to mess with. Hey, well, we haven't. Uh, so it's the final hour here. Uh, the the consensus on your energy drink. Oh, not a whole lot of energy. Not a whole lot of energy. You you've seem pretty energetic, this show. Oh, I'm dead. I'm
2: just giving it my all because uh-huh. I love my job so you're a, much. You're, I, you're a I team at, player. I look at myself like a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, professional. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like a pro. We a don't, It's always nice
1: pro. to come in when your job is to talk. You so, come on here and you talk and you give on. us all your energy. What happened? I, I am
2: a pro, but I do need to do something that I usually wouldn't do. Uh-oh. what I do? need my wife to order me some food or everything's going to be closed. Okay. And also, I want the book that came out today, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, <laughs> Billy Walters. And she says, are you asking me to get the audio book? And I'm going to say, well, if it's free. Because she said she has like a... Uh, my wife reads a lot, so she mm-hmm. has like
1: these coupons. Uh-huh. Anyway,
2: carry on with the show, but okay. I'm going to read that book, and I think I'm going to eat some
1: pasta tonight. Ah, uh, you decided on the pasta. So Other it's than a... that, though, huge pro. You know what? You can get away with this because it's not a regular thing. If you want to just make a quick food order during the show, yeah. it's not a regular thing for you, so Maybe, I'll get, the,
2: maybe I'll get the food delivered. and No, I'll eat no, no you won't do
1: that because you're no. a professional, so there's a difference. No. You won't just get up in the middle of the show and I'm do that. Starving. Yeah. I'm starving. I, really I know, I know, I know. You should have gotten something to hold you over, get some jerky or something.
2: The only, like, I, I only came across a McDonald's, which, mm-hmm. you know, on a Saturday night, maybe. A Wendy's, a Taco Bell, and then there's this, um like, this, like, roast beef chain that follows me. Roy Robin or something? Roy Robin. Rogers. Roy Rogers.
1: Uh, yeah. Look, Scott, do we need to explain to him the, the, what Roy Rogers is?
2: In the Midwest, we have Racks.
1: Yeah. Or we have Arby's. Racks is where I go. Roy Rogers is, like, legendary in the – the, the Mar- more of the Maryland area. Is it good? Do I eat this? Because I, I encounter a lot of these. Uh, for the longest time, they disappeared, and then mm-hmm. there were
0: a couple of franchisees in the DMV because I, I grew up in Philly, and there were Roy Rogers all over the place. Yeah. And they started to just fade away. Roy Rogers, known for the roast beef. Yep. They were known for the Double R Bar Burger, which had some ham and some barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. bacon <laughs> cheeseburger. Roy Rogers had the Fixins with the apostrophe Fixins Bar. Yeah. And so you would go up there as a, as a teen, you know, trying to get home before curfew, get a couple of roast beefs, and just load them up with lettuce, tomato, onion, whatever you want.
2: Oh, yeah. So this is and, just racks is what it is, it was, it was, where
0: I'm know, from. Again, it was, it was decent. Uh, you know, I, I, hey, every sponsor is a future sponsor.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's probably awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big lie. fan of uh, Roy Yeah,
2: you know what? I love roast beef, so I think I'm actually all in. Next time, I will stop, and I'll grab a couple sandwiches. I wonder then maybe if there's I'll...
1: anything close enough where you can find it on any food delivery. I don't know probably not i don't, I don't think so. there's here. i don't think so because i think yeah it's about it's like Andy's an hour out right down the, uh, will you, you know. stop trying to get us to get pizza
2: tonight he might have me though Ugh. i don't know i don't know
1: this is what scott does he's just hey guys you want a pizza tonight I, no i mean I yes never, but no i never eat the pizza no, I, I never i haven't
0: eaten pizza in a while
1: yeah you're gonna be that guy you've got your tofu nonsense you're cooking upstairs and you come down you guys want a pizza it's good yeah i'm not gonna not gonna tofu get through the no food nonsense. Not nonsense. I, I can't do the tofu though. Yeah, there's there's zero percent chance. All the way out on that. Zero percent chance that I can do tofu. It's it stinks every time you heat up your food. By the way, it smells horrible. Sorry. Sometimes why you, it actually kind of why Don't you just reheat good? fish while you're at it oh. up there? Oh, that's where you draw the line. Come on, man. You draw the line there, but you're a stinky tofu Pretty and nice. d- whatever is up there. Just I worked with a guy dirty. that
2: reheated some fish one time, not thinking like, hey, this is. You know.
0: Oh, I ever worked with salmon. jackasses to do that. Yeah, hey, I'm going to fire the salmon into the microwave.
1: No, you're not. No, would no. Would you do no. that
0: in your own house? Oh, no. Funny you should mention that. No, I
1: would not. <laughs> don't do it here. Don't do it. It lingers. It's bad enough cooking it from the beginning. You either got to like, it either
2: got to eat it cold and risk what you risk. I mean, it's fish, so you're probably fine, no. If right? you
1: have leftover salmon, you they put it salad, on a salad. Right? Yeah, yep, that's yeah. what I'll do. Right, I would do that. See,
2: I don't like leftover salmon. I like salmon, but
1: I don't like it cold. It's just a preference. No, I mean that's totally fine. Okay. I can get it. I'm glad I can that, get it. Glad you're on board. I can get it. <laughs> uh, so Pete Carroll has said that there's no way to really segue from cold fish to this, but uh, well, hey, Seahawks. Seahawks eat fish and they yeah. throw fish in the little thing in the. Yeah. I'll be able to there buy
2: more fish if they go over their window. <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: so it's a slight fracture for JSN. Uh, three to four weeks. They're saying they're optimistic about the timetable. That's fine. I, I mean, if he's worth what we two weeks out from the NFL season, gotta do the math yet. If he misses a week, maybe two. Like that doesn't take him out of the rookie of the year race by any stretch. He's twelve to one to win offensive rookie, or fourteen to one in some places, twelve to one others. Obviously, shop around to win offensive rookie of the year. I mean, he could end up being the number one target for Geno Smith. We obviously understand the talent that's there. It was a great pickup for Seattle in the draft, uh, but this is this is really actually like if I am looking right now at players that I truly have confidence can win rookie of the year on the offensive side, I honestly want to take out all of the quarterbacks because I just don't know what Bryce Young's going to look like behind that offensive line. Anthony Richardson, I don't know if he can throw the ball even slightly cons- consistently, and he's going to have to run the ball a ton to be able to be in consideration for this award. And C.J. Stroud at plus 850, I'm, I, I mean, they look, they've look they looked really bad in the preseason. So it's Bijan Robinson, maybe a Jameer Gibbs, and then Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Jordan Addison, Maybe even Quentin Johnson, who Johnson who's starting to really kind of pick things up this preseason. Like it's almost more wide receivers and running backs for me because I just don't trust where any of these any of these quarterbacks are right now. So I don't think that JSN missing a week or two is going to completely destroy his chances of winning rookie of the year. In fact, you might be able to steal a better price after a couple of weeks if. It just Let's say you can get it closer to 20-1 to 1 because Bijan looks good and uh, Jameer Gibbs looks good and Addison looks good the first couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, the only thing that sucks, you know, is obviously like a rookie. You want him out there right away, but um, I don't think this will kill his odds as long as he does come back like you said. I he's And he's going to get a bunch of targets, like let's be honest, that yeah. offense because DK is going to get a bunch of attention. They're going to have a strong run game. You still have Tyler Lockett. You have Disley at the tight end position. But man, I watch a lot of Zay Flowers obviously in college. I yes. love Zay yeah, Flowers. One there, and in yeah. that offense, especially, like Odell Beckham Jr., I think he's gonna have a solid season, but he's probably more of a number two coming off another torn ACL. Um, I know Mark Andrews always pits up big numbers, but man, I, I mean you just watch what he's able to do after the catch, and then you think of the creative ways that they're gonna be able to use him. I could see him having a monster mm-hmm. year. So I think you make a really good point about all the wide receivers and staying away from the quarterbacks unless you want to get really wild Uh-oh. and you want to take a stab at a one hundred to one ticket right now, which always shop around for best prices for our guy, Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> I knew and, it.
1: and so <laughs> hear me out really quickly, okay. Who do you have like more? Jordan Love or Aiden O'Connell?
2: So like what's I know the Raiders paid Jimmy Garoppolo, but do you really need to start Jimmy Garoppolo? And doesn't this kind of remind you of the Seattle situation uh, from a couple just of years ago? That. Yes. Where they paid Matt Flynn all that money? after backing up Aaron Rodgers after really one great performance. And then Russell Wilson beat him out as a rookie. I mean, Warren Sharp had this tweet. Among 48 quarterbacks with 20 preseason dropbacks, nobody's thrown it deeper than Aiden O'Connell. 11 air yards per attempt. He's completed 72% of his 30 attempts for 8.4 yards per attempt. He's pushing the ball down the field. Like, let's say Jimmy Garoppolo and them get off to a slow start. Mm -hmm. The motivation should be lose every single game if you're the Raiders and draft Caleb Williams or Drake May, unless you have your steal in Aiden O'Connell. And, I mean, look at the weapons you still have there. You have Renfro. Renfro, You have uh, Devontae. I know you lost Darren Waller. uh, Jacobs. I mean, who knows, man? I would rather see him than Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like the Raiders' ceiling is higher with Aiden O'Connell, a rookie that's like 45 years old than Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is not that daunting. They can get out of it very easily. Yeah. So if he ends up, which is probably going to happen, ends up getting hurt in one way or another, Aiden O'Connell may get out there, and not give up that starting job. The issue is, when does that happen, and is it enough?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't really bet that, but 100-1, to I just thought was really interesting. I mean, that's (laughs) the whole point of
1: long shots, right? You're going to put a little little drizzle on it, just just a tiny little bit, you know, just just in case.
2: Yeah, if I was playing any of the quarterbacks, though, right? Like, I'd want a better price on Bryce. We're not going to get a better price on Bryce. CJ Stroud, um, I'm not out on, but I'm out on him as a rookie, winning rookie of the year. None of the other quarterbacks... You know, Zay Flowers. Obviously, Bijan's priced the way that he's priced just because we know what he's going to be in that offense. Last year, that three running backs that were top twenty in uh, you know efficiency, and you've seen a very limited uh, sample size of them in the preseason. But you watch him at Texas, you don't get guys like him. You know, every year in the draft, that's why he was a top pick. What about, I would rather p- play Gibbs though.
1: What about somebody like Jalen Hyatt at forty to one? Yeah, there's another guy. He's, I mean, he's been in. A, he's looked good in the preseason. Yeah, and. You
2: and it's like who else is going to steal those targets? I mean, obviously Darren Waller, if he continues to stay healthy and right. look like he's looked at the tight end position for him. But I mean, Jalen Hyatt, he's a burner, four four forty guy. He's going to be a slot guy. I think he could also be like a little bit of a gadget guy in that offense. Yep. And you never know what to expect from Brian Dable and Mike Kafka. So wouldn't hate it, especially at that price. And it's not like anybody's going to steal away a bunch of targets from you know four
1: catches for thirty five yards and a touchdown last time out. I Daniel mean, Daniel
2: Jones looked pretty good.
1: It, Listen, Daniel Jones may end up being what we what the Giants hoped he was going to be. and it's that's going to be because of the coaching staff that you have now. Yeah. like sometimes that that is proof, right? Quarterbacks and their trajectory in their career, it's a lot of times it's just based on situation alone,
2: yeah. and you have Hyatt, who again, is a burner, and you have really creative play callers that are going to be able to get him open as well. So, I mean, he's going to have a monster year. I think Jordan Addison, you know, yeah. also probably going to have a really big year, especially if, You know, Minnesota was able to do what they did last year on the offensive side of the ball because they couldn't really run the football. They were like 25th, 26th, whatever it was. But, I mean, pushing the ball down the field, the passing offense was just fine. And I don't really think they skip a beat without Adam Thielen, who's another year older. Um, Maybe Osborne's that number two guy, but I really like Jordan Addison. And especially with Justin Jefferson, you know, eating all those double teams, you're going to have to command a lot of respect or give him a lot of respect. So I, I would like Addison this
1: year. Ty J Spears in Tennessee. I can't. I, don't, the, I, I think I got to stay away from all Tennessee things. I'm just. I don't. Like, what if Derrick Henry completely falls off of a cliff? Like, this is that year. I know he ran for 1,500 yards last year, but he's already had a point where he's missed time because of an injury. Like, is this that where he misses a couple weeks and then all of a sudden loses his spot? Like that. Like that. He loses those carries because Spears goes in there and just looks like a number one running back.
2: I mean, he's another year older, you know, and I mean, you look at three of the last four years, he's led the league in rushing attempts. Um, And I could just like, it's either like Tennessee is going to surprise everybody that just expects them to stink, or they're going to win 11 games because Vrabel's that good. Even though Tannehill, we don't trust him in the playoffs. He's not going to win an MVP. He's serviceable. And we'll see like what D-Hop looks like in that offense. I just, I don't know, man, with them. It's just they're a weird team coming I know, into the season, I know. and that just really that whole division. Like I want to believe that Jacksonville is going to be as good as they were the second half of the season, but I also don't know that I would be shocked if they weren't. Especially I don't know what they are defensively. Houston I think is a year away, two years, three years, maybe oh, it's even a away. couple of
1: years I think for them. And
2: then Indianapolis I don't think they're going to be very good. I, I just I can't see Anthony Richardson, you know. being a 3,000 yard passer throwing over 20 touchdown passes I just think there's going to be a lot of bad year one for
1: him. I, I expect Jacksonville's defense to certainly be better. Josh Allen's in a contract year, two. We that know helps. if he can get after the quarterback. Like, listen, that does matter. Devin Lloyd's the guy that really needs to step up for oh, them. Yeah. They need more from Devin Lloyd this year. Trayvon is a number one overall pick. You better show that you just, like, they've got a lot of young talent on that defense. The question is whether or not they can just keep all of that together.
2: Yeah, Devin Lloyd, man, like, the first couple weeks of the season looked really good. And I yep. loved him at Utah. Uh, and then he got benched. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of young guys that you're relying on, although it's really the same situation. Like, you look at Jacksonville, it's kind of like the same thing that you're seeing in the NFC North with Detroit, where it's like on the offensive side of the ball, we love everything. Yeah. Because in Jacksonville, you have Trevor Lawrence. I mean, granted, in Detroit, you have Jared Goff, but you really love Ben Johnson, the play caller. You love Gibbs. You love Montgomery. You love St. Brown, all the weapons. But you worry about the defensive side of the ball. Just so many young players. you know. And you know what Hutchinson is. He's going to be really good. And for the Jags, they still have a lot that you like. You brought up Josh Allen, especially on a contract year. But you do worry a little bit about the secondary. Those are the only questions. though. I mean, those are the biggest questions. Defense.
1: And listen, if I'm in a team in the NFL, I want my weakness to be on the defensive side of the ball over the offense. Every single time. Like, I know you still need to play defense. I'm not wiping that away, but like... Come on now. You can't win without a quarterback in this league. Plain oh, and
2: absolutely. I mean, like the Chiefs, and shout out the Spags in that defense, very underrated. Like, the Chiefs win because of their defense. But also, I mean, they're going to outscore you. You know what I mean? If you have a quarterback, if you have Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, you're going to win always 10 every You're in any game. Like, season. let's not – it right. just
1: makes life so much easier.
2: Right, but a lot of times, I mean, like last year – That's why Denver paid all that money to Russell Wilson. You had a top-five defense, but your quarterback just couldn't do anything. How about the Saints last year? Mm -hmm. Another great example. You have to score points. You go into a season with Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill, even though you say you're never going to see him behind center again. And and Ian Book, let's not forget as well, who started a couple games for the Saints in the last couple years. That's right. And it's like you have the number-four overall defense, but you're not a 10-win team because offensively you got – Andy Dalton out there. And you have Chris Olave, a bunch of talent, but you're right. You you do obviously have to have a quarterback in this league.
1: And that's why I like the Saints. Just the fact that Derek Carr is there, gives stability on that offense. I think Chris Olave is going to have a really good season. And the Saints can win. The Saints can win double-digit games this year, win that division, and maybe even a playoff game. I mean, the NFC is so... What makes... Like, there's a lot more in terms of avenues you can take looking at teams in the futures market and the NFC. Just because there's so much more room for a team to make that jump versus the AFC, you could have a 10-win team that doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And it's going mean, to be really frustrating.
2: And also what helps the Saints and Atlanta, of course, easiest schedules in the entire league yes, too. Yes, so
1: yes. That helps them, them out in the South. Yep. I, I love the Saints, but I'm starting to buy in on those Falcons just a little
2: bit more. Hey, they can both go over the winter. <laughs>